When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On the Aggie Sports Network, from Learfield, live from Rudy's Barbecue, this is the Aggie Coaches Show, presented by Rudy's Texas Barbecue, the official tailgate headquarters of Aggie Athletics. Also brought to you in part by Coors Light, White Claw, the official hard seltzer of the Aggies, Twisted Tea, the official hard tea of the Aggies, and by Ashley Furniture. This is the Aggie Coaches Show. Here is your host, Adam Young. We welcome you to Rudy's Barbecue in Las Cruces on this Wednesday night. It is the Aggie Coaches Show here every single Wednesday from 6 until 7 at the official tailgate headquarters of Aggie Athletics at Rudy's Barbecue here at 1020 North Telshore Boulevard. Great to have you with us tonight. Adam Young on hand. Daniel Peterson is our network producer back in our KRUX, or I should say our KXPZ flagship studios in Las Cruces. Our lineup tonight, Chris Jans, men's basketball head coach. We'll talk to Teddy Allen, the star guard, who had another great game last Saturday against Grand Canyon. Another star guard, Jabari Rice, will join us as well. He also had a double-double last Saturday, just like Teddy Allen. So we'll have Chris Jans on with us tonight and a couple of players, Teddy Allen and Jabari Rice, both joining us from the official tailgate headquarters of Aggie Athletics here at Rudy's Barbecue on the radio network and live here at the restaurant tonight. Aggies coming off a great win last Saturday against Grand Canyon. They won by 10 in front of 12,000-plus fans, 71-61 final score at the Pan American Center. Aggies improved to 17-3 now, 7-1 in the conference, and they have won 12 of their previous 13 games and 29 in a row 
in conference home games. So they're feeling good as they enter a big week at home. The Aggies will host a pair of games this week at the Pan American Center. They will play California Baptist on a Thursday at 7, and then they're going to play Seattle U on Saturday at 4. So two more home games during this three-game homestand at the Pan American Center as the Aggies go for their 30th consecutive win in a conference home game at the Pan Am Center on Thursday against CBU. We're joined by head coach Chris Giens before Teddy Allen and Jabari Rice stop by the show here tonight at Rudy's Barbecue. And as we mentioned, 17-3 and now, 7-1 and in the conference after a 71-61 win in front of 12,000-plus at the Pan American Center last Saturday. And, Coach, that was one heck of an atmosphere, wasn't it? That was fun. I said it in our post-game press conference get asked about the crowd and how important it was to the win and you know I've said this in prior years but there's usually two or three times a season where we have a crowd like that if it's for you know our traditional rivalry games or a GCU or promotion that our marketing department along with Mario Mocha puts together to try to you know give us those type of opportunities you know three four times a season and uh, it just makes me feel connected to understanding, you know, what it was like, quote-unquote, back in the day and what it felt to be down there when other coaches were roaming the sidelines and some of those great teams and great atmospheres and crowds, you know, that, that the Pan Am is, is uh, proud of and rightfully so. So um, it was it was really cool, you know, walking out. Uh, it's been a while, obviously, since we mm-hmm. had a home crowd like that and walking out of the tunnel for the first time for me, it just it just gives you a little bounce in the step and uh, the pregame warm-ups and the pregame announcements uh, just were a little louder in my opinion mm-hmm. and they just seemed like they were just ready to go and and then, um, you know, they really helped us. You know, obviously we were down five or six there at 10, 11 minutes left in the game and they got into the game and it became a factor and they had to call some early timeouts and uh, anyone that, you know, has played or competed or coached or uh, understands you know, team athletics knows that, you know, that's what the home court advantage, um, you know, does for the home team. And uh, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun to be a part of it. And our kids were really hyped prior and during, and uh, they talked about it since that game. And uh, it was a lot of fun. It was an interesting week, Coach, because unlike most conference weeks, you only had one game last week, and there was so much anticipation around that one game. How do you feel like the players handled the week as far as prep and also staying focused for a longer period of time for just one game? Yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully they don't listen, but um, I'm sure they don't like it. You know, at this point in the year, late January, early February, you know, uh, there's only, only a few weeks left in the season, and they know that, and, you know, they'd rather just play and compete and not have, you know, the grind of, of practices. You know, in the fall with no games in sight, you can keep them pretty motivated, etc. but at this point it sometimes gets difficult. But I thought they were great last week. It turned out to, to be good for us. I thought we really got better on Monday and Tuesday. We used that time just about us. We went longer than we normally do, and they handled it pretty well. And then Wednesday was an off day to just kind of regroup and take care of their off-the-court uh, you know, things they got going on in their life and, and then get back to you know a routine on Thursday and Friday. And obviously now you know we're back to normal uh, this week. But um, you never know how you're going to feel when you see that week off and, and where you're going to be at. Some years you're, you're like, oh, we need it. You know, we got a couple guys mm-hmm. banged up. This wasn't that year. We were 
COVID free and healthy and ready to go. And, um, you know, as I said prior to that week, I wish we were playing games, but, you know, that's the way it unfolded. Grand Canyon, end of the week, Coach, uh, ninth in the country in rebound margin, and it seemed like you guys just really rose to the challenge in the rebounding department. We thought it was the biggest key to the game. Um, You know, ninth in in differential. More importantly, they were fifth in offensive rebounding percentage, which gives you a better uh, barometer of how well they're rebounding the basketball. They're getting, you know, top five in the country of their misses back. Mm -hmm. So that's impressive. It's not what they were in years past. And we were kind of more of that type of team. And uh, we've been getting better. We really improved the last two, three weeks. Our numbers can uh, continue to go in the right direction when it comes to that category. But it's all we talked about. You know, the biggest theme we had was, uh, you know, how physical are we going to be and are we going to have the mindset that the game really starts when the ball is shot Mm. and each and every possession both offensively and defensively the uh, message was the game starts when the ball is shot you're doing what it takes are your assignment correct are you being physical are you doing whatever you have to do to help us either track the ball down or get your body on someone so they can't jump and get it from the opposing team and um, you know we weren't perfect but uh, I thought we did a pretty good job in the backwards the main focus of course defensively was trying to guard their point guard Jovan Blackshear it seemed like at the naked eye for those 40 minutes Jabari Rice was really really good how did you grade Jabari's defense and when you look back at the film of that game how did you feel like you guys guarded Blackshear yeah big picture it was hey they got two really good capable scoring guards and you know no slight to their other players but you know, if you watch them and look at their stats, I mean, those two guys are, are doing the brunt of their scoring, and those two guys are the capable guys to go off for 25 or 30 on a given night. So certainly they had a lot of our attention. In the back of my mind, the, the deal was we we can handle one getting 20. We can't handle two. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like we said, hey, we're going to focus all of our efforts on Jovan Blackshear and leave Woods alone. That wasn't the game plan. Right. It was just, hey, we got we got to figure out a way to, to keep one of them down. And, and that particular night, you know, it ended up being Blackshear. And he hit his first shot. And I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. And um, But Rice, like you said, he, he did a good job of using his length, of using his competitive spirit, of um, denying him, you know, balls at time, uh, getting him out of his comfort zone. And certainly he relied on, you know, guys around him being in the gaps. He knew what the plan was and then if you ever got a step on them you know we had some bigs waiting in the wings and and, and we weren't as concerned um, about them scoring down there it's a different team this year so we really worked on sliding off when they try to sit in and provide more support on their drives because they're really good at getting to the basket and their bigs do an excellent job of just sealing you know their 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 defender so he can't come off and block shots and wall up and it's something we worked on a lot and we got it into the game. Teddy Allen did not attempt an official three-pointer. He attempted one, was fouled, shot three free throws. Uh, But it seemed like the team as a whole coach didn't force a lot from the arc. And coming in, Grand Canyon was holding opponents to a 26% field goal percentage from three, which was the nation's best. And you guys kind of just took what the defense gave you. Is that accurate? Yeah, you know, I've never, I've just never really been a huge believer in three-point defense percentage certainly I think the way you scheme the way you guard your length and all that has something to do with it but um, some of it's dumb luck too 
Um, I think the effective field goal percent, I think, you know, your overall field goal percentage and all that stuff is really, really important. But that just just to focus on on that part of it, um, I wasn't concerned about that at all. I mean, it's not something we ever talked about. You know, we talked about how solid and well schooled they were on the defensive end. But, um, you know, our mantra, you know, when we're playing our best, as you well know, is always to play inside out. But it was especially against this team. You know, we felt like we had an advantage down there and our 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 uh, depth was a little bit better down there and you know and it, it worked out that way this particular game you know we had a some, they had a foul mess at halftime and then guys start fouling out as the game progressed and um, you know hopefully you know our guys and their physical uh, approach had something to do with it some really good individual performances last Saturday a double double for Teddy Allen in 40 minutes he scored 28 grabbed 12 rebounds Jabari Rice had 18 points and 12 rebounds in 38 minutes We'll recap those performances and some more when we come back with head coach Chris Jans. This is the Aggie Coaches Show from Learfield. Home team, homecomings, and diehard hometown pride. The best things in life start with home. Let the trusted professionals at Bettered Homes and Gardens Real Estate, Steinborn and Associates, find the home that's right for you. Enjoy the best moments of life and expect better. Start by calling or contacting us at steinborn.com or 575-522-3698. Steinborn, proud supporters of New Mexico State and Aggie Athletics. This message is brought to you by Memorial Medical Center, the official health care partner of Aggie Athletics. Memorial reminds you that it's important to take care of your health now. That means scheduling the care you may have been putting off, from checkups to screenings to surgeries. Taking care of it now is a great way to take care of yourself and a great way to make the most of your health insurance benefits before deductibles reset in January. Memorial Medical Center. Learn more at mmclc.org. George, wake up. I can't sleep. I'm worried about getting a car loan. It's two in the morning. I mean, it's all so stressful. Paperwork, interest rates, approval. Stop worrying. We'll go to White Sands Federal Credit Union and get a stress-free auto loan. We can apply online right now and even sign the paperwork electronically. Just like that? Just like that. Apply for your stress-free auto loan online today at wsfcu.org or at your favorite auto dealership. Credit subject to approval, some restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender, member NCUA. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. We've been serving the New Mexico community for over 80 years. They know that we're there, and we're there through it all. My name is Janice Torres, and I'm the president of Blue Cross and Blue Shield of New Mexico. Well, for me, I'm a native New Mexican. Blue Cross was part of my life growing up. My parents had Blue Cross, and it saw them through many challenges in their lifetime. Through it all means there from the beginning, and that we plan to be there for many generations to come. We've been a part of our members' lives for years. Many times there's health challenges. We help them through those health challenges. We ensure that they have access to good quality health care. We support them in happy times during the birth of their children, through their children growing up. 
and it just means a lot that we're able to be there and they can count on us through it all. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of New Mexico, a division of Healthcare Service Corporation, a mutual legal reserve company. Aggie Coaches Show tonight from the official tailgate headquarters of Aggie Athletics here at Rudy's Barbecue. Big week again for Aggie men's basketball. They're going to host a couple of games as they continue their three-game homestand. Coming off a win against Grand Canyon last Saturday. Now they're going to host California Baptist on Thursday at 7 and then Seattle U Saturday at 4. So two more chances this week to catch the Aggies in action as they look to move to 18-3 overall. 8-1 8-1 in the conference and also looking for their 13th win in their previous 14 games. Teddy Allen and Jabari Rice will join us later on during the show. Head coach Chris Jans is with us right now as we continue to recap the win against Grand Canyon last weekend. And uh, those two guys were awfully good for you, Coach, down the stretch. It seemed like when it was crunch time and, and you needed some scoring, it was Teddy and Jabari kind of going back and forth offensively. And they really... Uh, took over that basketball game. I believe I saw a stat where you guys scored in like 10 or 11 straight possessions, and pretty much all that was Teddy and Jabari. Yeah, they were uh, accountable guys down the stretch. You know, I think uh, everyone on the team knew where the ball, you know, needed to go there the last few possessions, and it's, it's fun when they're both, you know, got it going, when they're both playing well and, and they're fluid and we're sharing the ball and, and we definitely ran some things uh, down the stretch to try to take advantage of them two on the court maybe on the same side and, and put the defense in a compromising situation to see how they played it and um, you know they shared the ball with one another and um, obviously in the end you know when we're going down the stretch when we thought maybe they would try to foul. I mean, those are the two guys that we wanted mm-hmm. the ball, and we didn't do a great job of that uh, in the last couple of minutes, but it's a learning, uh, teachable moment. But, um, you know, but they're the rebounding and the defense is, you know, what I love is, you know, it's one thing to score the ball and their own, their own ways, their, you know, uh, respective ways. They're both obviously really good players and really good scorers, but um, they're two of our best defenders and best rebounders too. So, um, you know, they, they carry a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. They carry a lot of responsibility and they play the most minutes, you know, and uh, lock on wood for the most part, you know, they've stayed out of foul trouble, especially Teddy all year long. I don't remember maybe one game where he had some foul issues and Jabari has had some issues with fouling because he's super aggressive, but he's smart enough now and experienced enough to now to understand what he means to this team and with his ability to play multiple positions and his competitive level and, and all that, that he brings to the table. So um, they, they, they both play really, really well. Did Jabari come in this competitive because it, it just seemed like he found a different level and was really, really locked in on Blackshear defensively? Was he like that early on in his career? You know, I'd love to take credit for uh, amping it up, but he, he's always been that way as, as far as what I've seen him play in AAU. And then when he arrived, he was pretty brash and confident and, you know, 155 pounds, maybe soaking wet, but he had a heart of a lion and a competitive, uh, you know, motor of a, you know, whatever whatever insert adjective you want to insert in there just high 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 level and, and no one you know he he, he uh, doesn't back down from any competition or challenge and it's just the way he's built and uh, that's what I've loved about him from day one certainly uh, we will take some credit in trying to streamline it at times and, and get him to you know use it in a positive manner and, and not let it get out of control where it's hurting him and his game or his, his team for that matter and 
you know, it's one of those things where a lot of people are built that way, where, you know, their best and worst qualities maybe are, are the same thing. And he has a little bit of that, but he's grown up so much, matured so much, and obviously got so much experience behind him. And, um, you know, I like where he's at right now. Men's basketball head coach Chris Jans with us here at Rudy's Barbecue for the Yagi Coaches Show. Uh, Teddy Allen, just like Jabari, very efficient, was good on both ends of the floor, rebounded very, very well. And like we said in the previous segment, Coach, he did not attempt an official three, really took what the defense gave him. Yeah, it was nice to see. You know, eight for 11, and um, you know, he made some tough shots. You know, it just is what it is, but he takes shots sometimes that most coaches I know would be like, oh, no, yeah, good shot. You know, <laughs> I mean, he's a bad shot maker at times. And um, I know him well enough now. I've coached him long enough now. And, you know, you can tell when he's just kind of in one of those zones, when he's in one of those uh, moments, if you will. And it's like, can we get him the ball? And Javari's the same way. You know, I know him better. And uh, I've said it a couple times this year. You know, I'm like, hey, he's cooking. We, we got we to get him the shot. We got to get him shots. We got to get rhythm shots. And, um, you know, that's our job to try to, you know, manufacture those opportunities as best we can. Certainly we like it when it comes in the flow of what we're doing and the rhythm of the game. But at the same time, you know, everybody's got, you know, pet sets that they're going to run to try to get different people shots on the floor and their sweet spots, et cetera. But, um, yeah, Teddy is, uh, was very efficient. He's been efficient in his bigger games recently. He had the, you know, bad game where we all did against Sam. But other than that, the last three or four games, uh, he's been very efficient uh, with his scoring. They play well together, Coach, it seems like. Have they meshed about as well as you could hope for when Teddy came in this year? Again, you know, I'm not with him 24-7. Uh, I, I see him, you know, plenty throughout the day on the court, off the court, when we travel, you know, all this you can imagine that goes in with a marathon basketball season. But I'm not with them, you know, when they're communicating, you know, in, in the – locker room or you know on the road for that matter i know they're roommates for most trips on the road so that's probably a pretty good sign um that you know they're getting along great and and i'm not going to lie to you like in the summer i told the staff hey this dynamic uh, will be interesting to see how it mm -hmm. plays out it will be huge for us to have as good a season as we can if we those guys can you know uh, find find their grooves and find their way and, and how you know they fit in with this particular team because Jabari has been on league a couple times and Teddy's coming in with the scoring ability and an even bigger picture I mean just um, Teddy coming into a team um, that had a bunch of guys back and, and you know his reputation of being a scorer etc and um, certainly it hasn't been just smooth sailing every day and, and but I like where we're at now and we can get better at it but he's uh, overall done a pretty good job of uh, understanding you know who are the leaders of the team and trying to just fit in and mesh and uh, he has said things to me you know uh, off the cuff how, how comfortable he feels here and how he enjoys his teammates and how it's reciprocated and how that makes him feel good. Will McNair was a little inconsistent Johnny McCants had foul issues again so you really needed quality minutes from you at ALOG and he gave that to you the other night. Yeah he had a couple silly um travels where you know he wanted to argue with me that they weren't and I clearly said they, they were. were and uh, now he saw the film and he's like you're right coach I'm like yeah we need to get past that right away but um, you know everyone that's watched this play all year long knows his talent you know what he does best is score the basketball uh, it's tantalizing at times I mean if you watch him do an individual workout one on zero it's like wow I mean he can 
score it around the basket. He's got as good a touch as I've ever been around around the basket. I mean, it comes off his fingers and it's soft and it's got good arc and um, it's just it's a soft basketball and he can shoot it from the mid range, which is a little bit old school, and he can shoot the three mm-hmm. and um, he's just got good footwork and good length and um, it's just. I got to get that into the game more. We, you know, we have to find a way, and along with him, obviously. But uh, we've got to get that scoring in the game more. He's not as good a defender, you know, as we'd like him to be. But he's working at it. He's making strides. He understands the importance of it, and he's trying. And and that's all we ask for is just keep moving towards what we're trying to get at. But. Um, you know, he had some good minutes. Uh, I think there's so much more in the tank. I, I really believe uh, he's capable of having some big scoring nights for us. Certainly he needs the minutes to do that, and he knows what he's got to do to stay on the floor. But uh, he's in the best shape he's been since he's been here. His runnings and practice has been tremendous. He's starting to outrun people. He's starting to really work um, at the conditioning part of it. You know, he's had some injuries and some sicknesses, some COVID, mm-hmm. etc. Just held him back a little bit. But I think he's in a really good place right now and uh, hopefully here here coming up soon he can get some of that scoring ability on the floor. His minutes are huge, Coach, but is it imperative going forward that Johnny McCann stays out of foul trouble? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, he impacts winning as much or more than anybody if you really understand the game, and our team knows that. And for a while there he was pretty frustrated because um, certainly not – saying the officials did a poor job but he had some rough calls and some games he had some just some bad timing plays where you know it just it was just bad timing and, and he got charged with a foul and they were fouls um, but it wasn't anything he did uh, from an offensive or defensive standpoint that was wrong it's just sometimes that happens you know you have a bad timing situation and you end up getting a silly foul and um, and that was the case because he was real frustrated. Like, why, what's going on? Why is this happening? I, I'm not fouling. And, and I go, I, I, it won't keep happening, okay? Uh, unfortunately, you know, it, it has. I mean, not every game, but he's he's in foul trouble uh, more than, than we would like. And it's hurting his minutes. Um, he's frustrated by it. And we continue to show him on film, you know, things he needs to stay away from. We've certainly had conversations about not starting him, um, you know, because of the big picture of his, his early foul trouble. And, you know, that's not out of the question as we get, you know, uh, closer and closer to the end of the season. But hopefully, um, you know, we'll have, we won't have the bad calls, the bad timing, and uh, he can get on the floor more. Adam Young with men's basketball head coach Chris Giannis here at Rudy's Barbecue. Final thing from that game, Coach, and I'm going to twist this into a positive if I can. Free throw shooting. The positive is you got to the line 41 times, but you were 23 out of 41. Is that an emphasis this week in practice? You know, you do this for as long as I have. I've been around other coaches, other teams where you practice them every day. And I've been around um, teams and coaches that you never practice them. And I just don't think there's a correlation. I just don't. Um, you know, you, it, it's a mindset. Certainly you've got to have muscle memory. You, you've got to have shot a lot of free throws in your life. I don't know many basketball players are any good that haven't. Um, and we do our fair share of free throw shooting. We don't do a ton of it in practice because we practice in the Pan Am. There's two goals. It's hard. We try to get to do it on their own. Outside of practice, we have the practice gym. Certainly, we got enough goals in there, but we don't practice in there that much uh, in the meat of our season, especially in whack play, unless we're going on the road and there's something going on. But, um, you know, and I thought, wow, you know, up until recently, we've been shooting it at one of the better clips that I've, I've had. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've always heard, 
the other people complain about the Aggies never shoot good free throws, so I don't think it's just our teams. But we, we were in the 70s, low yeah. 70s, and, and it's dropping quickly. And um, it, it starts, you start thinking about it, like, okay, I got to really focus on who I need in the game. And late, you know, we got too many guys that are having a bigger enough sample size where we got to have them out of the game. When we got to run some stuff, certainly to make sure we get the ball to the right guys when they're critical. But, um, you know, I turned out to... Miller, at one point, I go, hey, if we keep getting this ball inside, you know, and we're killing them getting the ball inside, and we're getting the line, and we're missing all of them, we're going to look like dodos. Like, <laughs> it's going to backfire. Uh, it's like GCU almost wanted us to throw it in there so, yeah. you know, they could get the foul and, you know, the hack-a-shack type deal mm-hmm. that used to be in vogue back in the day. But um, all we can do is, you know, um, work at it, try to, try to tweak a little bit here and there with certain individuals, which we're doing, um, you know, the last – week or so and um, they just got to get in a little bit of rhythm get some confidence and then I certainly believe in this you've heard me say this before it becomes contagious Mm -hmm. you know when you immerse your first four or five everybody starts thinking about it fortunately you know Jabari and Teddy didn't they were um, 18 for 20 between Mm -hmm. them but uh, you know we can't rely on that and and these other guys got to step up and make some Aggies at home Thursday and Saturday we'll preview that when we come back to Rudy's after this on the Aggie Network from Learfield Listen close. The sound of every breath in the arena being held. The whisper of the ball sailing through the air. And then... Things are heating up this season with your New Mexico State Aggies, and you don't want to miss a minute. Log on to nmstatesports.com today for full schedule information and to purchase your tickets today. The men's and women's Aggies are in play. Are you ready to cheer? Visit nmstatesports.com today. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the New Mexico Army National Guard. Aired by the New Mexico Broadcasters Association at this station. There's never been a better time than right now to get refrigerated air and $0 electric bills. Yellowbird Solar will get it done now. We've stocked up on units at last year's prices. So act now and you'll get solar, AC, and a furnace for under $3 a day. And your electric bill drops by almost $6 per day. And most importantly, your home will be more comfortable than ever. Take advantage of this deal and beat the rising cost of solar, AC units, and electricity. Plus, these units come with a lifetime warranty on equipment for as long as you own your home but you have to act now because when our stock is gone so is this deal only three dollars a day for refrigerated air solar and a furnace and your electric bill goes to almost nothing call 449-3277 or log on to yellowbirdsolar.com tell them a little bird sent you that three dollars per day is 89 dollars a month at zero down 36,024 financed oac 28,784 after tax credits of 1.49 percent interest for 300 months 89 dollars a month for 12 months after 225 dollar payment relief then reamortized All right, listen up. This is the big one, the mother of all romantic holidays, Valentine's Day. It separates the men from the boys, the women from the girls, and whatever other overly dramatic lines you can think of. It all comes down to this. Are you going to make it a day filled with joy, love, excitement, and romance? Or are you going to huddle in a dark corner in fear and humiliation because you have no clue what to do for the one you love? No. You're much more than that. 
You are a Valentine's superhero. Pick yourself up and get over to Eros Video for something really unique and exciting. We're always fully stocked with the most popular after-hours accessories and with new products arriving every month. There's no shortage of ideas for Valentine's Day. Lingerie, massage oils, unique novelties, adult toys, and lots more. Plus, our friendly associates can help you find the perfect romantic gift that both of you can enjoy together. Be the Valentine's superhero she's always wanted with accessories and gift ideas from Eros Video. Eros Video, conveniently located at 2200 West Amador. We're back with you from Rudy's Barbecue for the Aggie Coaches Show tonight. We're with you until 7. The Aggies are at home for a pair of games this week. They're going to play California Baptist on Thursday at 7. Seattle U Saturday at 4. We hope to see you at the Pan American Center as the Aggies continue their homestand and uh, they enter what's about to be the final month really of the regular season only a couple games in early March in regular season play we're in February now so it's about to be the home stretch of the regular season CBU Thursday at 7 Seattle U Saturday at 4 men's basketball head coach Chris Jans is with us and uh, coach we'll start with the Lancers much better than their record indicates is that safe to say yeah absolutely Watched, obviously, a bunch of their games, both non-league and WAC games, and um, they've just been snake bit almost. They've, they've lost close games where the other team made some unbelievable shots, like at the buzzer to go into overtime. They had Seattle beat. Sam Houston and them went down to the wire. Uh, Dixie, went, they had a lot of close games, and their record could easily be flipped. Um, and then... You know, to, just to be perfectly frank with you, their starting point guard is a phenomenal player. I mean, he has got, you know, um, NBA. He's on the boards already as a freshman from Australia. He's mm -hmm. the little brother of number 11, the Armstrong, that's been there a couple years. And, wow, he's a terrific player. I mean, he's a 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six point guard that's got, you know, Ricky Rubio-ish game, you know, Pistol Pete going way back. I mean, he's got that flair and that size and, and just feel. He's really, really good, and, and, and he's been hurt. You know, he's played uh, a few minutes in their first whack game, and he hasn't played since. They're 10-3 and three when he's been the starting point guard, and two of those losses are to Texas and Arizona. So they're 10-1 and one against light competition mm -hmm. with him at the point. Now, we don't know for sure, uh, which is, is what it is. It happens a lot during the course of a college basketball season, but we've been told all right, um, from our sources that uh, he'll be available um, mm -hmm. this week. So um, it's just a, it's a different animal now. It's a different team. And, you know, it's like some teams are well-balanced, and, and, and you could take out a guy and, and be fine. You know, some teams uh, are built around a certain type of player and that's what cbu is i mean they got guys playing out of position they got two guards playing the one and having to play the whole game and taking away from what they really do like rowell and the other armstrong and this guy you know this this freshman taron armstrong is just a setup guy a spray guy unbelievable ball screen decisions and size and um so uh you know the way it looks we very well could get a better version of, of what they played in the wax so we'll see how it unfolds whether Taron Armstrong plays or not, the guys around him, Ty Rowell, Trey Armstrong, Reed Nottage, they have really good three-point shooters. Is that maybe the biggest point of emphasis going in is guard the arc well? Yeah, for sure. I mean, they, they've always had a bunch of shooters uh, on the court at one time, and it's no different this year. Uh, they spread you out, and, and the other thing that sticks out is just they play really, really hard. 
you know, they're all about culture over there. They wear it on their sleeve. They preach it. Um, they live it. They coach it like that. They play like that. Um, you know, they, they get after you. And so, um, you know, they're going to put a lot of pressure on you defensively. They're going to spread you out. Uh, they've recruited some more athletes than maybe they've had in the past to take advantage of all the shooters on the court. And then obviously uh, with the point guard, and they got plenty of size. they got three guys that are all big and strong and, and good players in their own right. So they got size at the five and some depth at the five that sometimes you don't see in this league, but they certainly have that. That game is Thursday at 7, and then Saturday at 4, Seattle U's in town. They are undefeated in the WAC. They have a gauntlet this week at Grand Canyon tomorrow, and then they'll come here to the Pan American Center Saturday. They're undefeated coach, and just like California Baptist, really, really good guard play this year for Seattle U. Yeah, they're, on a, they're having a magical season. You know, they're, I think they got, I don't know, 17 and 4, 18 and 4 overall. They're unscathed in the whack. Um, they're winning their close games, which is a great sign if you're part of that team. Uh, they're figuring out a way. The ball's bounced their way once or twice as well, and that's what happens when you win. It just keeps, you know, it's just how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, I mean, they got, they got guys. I mean, Trammell was the preseason whack player of the year grigsby is one of those guys that you're like is he ever going to leave and he's been playing major minutes starting since he's arrived and he just keeps getting better and better and then they added a kid from houston that played double figure minutes on a final four team and played for kelvin sampson so you can imagine his toughness level and he's one of the best shooters you're going to see in college basketball not just in our league i mean he big strong kid and just catches and shoots and gets it off quick and then they've recruited some size you know they, they they've never been real big around the basket but they're bigger this year than they've been um and they've got some holdovers and you know they got the interim coach who's doing an excellent mm-hmm. job and, and sometimes that happens you know it just does it just uh, the timing works um there's a fr- breath of fresh air r- right or wrong and you just ride that momentum and, and that's what they're doing they're doing a really good job they're playing with a ton of confidence uh, they see, look like they're playing with each other and for each other and uh, that's a dangerous team then the atmosphere last Saturday, Coach, was outstanding in front of 12,000-plus, and I know you're hoping for something similar this week. There was news earlier this week, while the mask mandate is still in place, there will not be concessions at the games, and uh, I know you have a message to the fans that you'd like to say, and uh, as you try to make sure there's you know a lot of fans, once again, and a really good home court advantage this week at the Pan Am Center. Yeah, you know, when we got the word that that's what the decision the university made, certainly, uh, you know, we were wondering how that would affect us. And uh, I understand there's people disappointed in the decision that the university made, and it's an inconvenience um, for those attending the game not to have the same type of game experience that they've come to expect and or that they want. And we're certainly living in an odd time in a COVID world. And uh, I guess my only ask is... Um, I understand your dis- disappointment. I-, I get it. But I-, I would hope that and they wouldn't make our kids suffer or our program suffer by, you know, protesting the games or not attending the games. Certainly me and my players and our program have nothing to do with the decision that the university made. Um, but I just this home crowd, I mean, they make a big difference. We have five home games left. We're, we're looking up at another program. We're looking across at another one. Like we're in the middle of our conference race. And, um, 
serving on your home court, protecting your home court is a big deal. I certainly wouldn't expect to have 12,000 people at these right. five games, but I just hope that people will continue to come out and support this team, even though there's an inconvenience, um, but it has nothing to do with, you know, uh, our program or these kids. And I'm sure there's plenty of ways for you to voice your displeasure um, if you're upset about the decision the university made. Lastly, Coach, we always talk about peaking down the stretch, and we're kind of entering that period of time where you hope to peak going into the conference tournament. Do you feel like you guys are trending in that direction right now? Yeah, I don't think we're, you know, down the home stretch. Like I told the team the other day, you know, if you look at the track as an oval, you know, we're, we're past the 200-yard mark and we're we're heading into that final turn. And, you know, we're not we're not through the turn where it's the home stretch, but we're getting on that turn and, you know, where we're going to be when it's home stretch time. And, you know, my message to them is, you know, we're 30-some days away from the WAC tournament. Um, every day matters. Um, I understand, you know, practice can be a drag at this point, but we need everybody on the same page. We need everybody with the get better mentality. And in the last couple of weeks, uh, they've been pretty good at it. Uh, are we a finished product? No, which is a good thing. I don't want to say that, you know, February 20 something, but right now we still have room to grow. We have individuals that can play better. Um, and hopefully at some point, uh, as we get close to the WAC tournament, we'll uh, get to that point where we're playing our best. Did your parents bring the cold weather from Iowa? I don't think so. They were actually here uh, last week as well yeah. and got experience the Grand Canyon right. game, but um, I'm not going to put that on them. All right. Coach, good to see you. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, Adam. Thanks. Men's basketball head coach Chris Jans. When we come back, we'll talk to Teddy Allen. Jabari Rice will join us as well. This is the Aggie Coaches Show from Learfield. For 115 years, we've been taking care of our customers. At First American Bank, we provide personal banking that is truly built around you. With the hometown service you'd expect and the strength and reliability of being one of New Mexico's largest independent banks. First American Bank can meet any of your banking needs. Visit firstamb.com to learn more. A proud supporter of the NMSU Aggies. First American Bank is your community bank since 1903. Member FDIC. This message is brought to you by Memorial Medical Center, the official health care partner of Aggie Athletics. Memorial reminds you that it's important to take care of your health now. That means scheduling the care you may have been putting off, from checkups to screenings to surgeries. Taking care of it now is a great way to take care of yourself and a great way to make the most of your health insurance benefits before deductibles reset in January. Memorial Medical Center. Learn more at mmclc.org. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge-watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain colder... The best things in life start with home. Let the trusted professionals at Bettered Homes and Gardens Real Estate, Steinborn and Associates, find the home that's right for you. Enjoy the best moments of life and expect better. Start by calling or contacting us at steinborn.com or 575-522-3698. Steinborn, proud supporters of New Mexico State and Aggie Athletics. George, wake up. I can't sleep. I'm worried about getting a car loan. It's 2 in the morning. 
I mean, it's all so stressful. Paperwork, interest rates, approvals. Stop worrying. We'll go to White Sands Federal Credit Union and get a stress-free auto loan. We can apply online right now and even sign the paperwork electronically. Just like that? Just like that. Apply for your stress-free auto loan online today at wsfcu.org or at your favorite auto dealership. Credit subject to approval, some restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender, member NCUA. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. We're back with you here at Rudy's Barbecue, the Yagi Coaches Show, here on this Wednesday night from 6 until 7. Big thanks to Coach Giannis for joining us. And we're now going to talk to Teddy Allen before we talk to Jabari Rice. Teddy, thanks so much for joining us. How great was that atmosphere last Saturday here at the Pan American Center? Um, yeah, thanks for having me. And um, It was great. It was, it was everything you could have asked for. Um, probably as wild as the game as I've been in as far as the crowd goes. Um, with fans just being there in attendance loud every play having so much more momentum um, that that really helps stuff like that that really helps those environments yeah big difference down the stretch is what it seemed like in yourself and Jabari especially you two guys made some huge plays down the stretch did you feel like with about 10 or 12 minutes left to go when it was a close game that you guys kind of had to take over offensively did you feel that way um, I think we just tried to, um, you know, take whatever the defense was giving us, and uh, it just happened to be our number, and so we just tried to make those plays, and uh, obviously, you know, Rice and myself, we want to be those guys making the plays, and um, luckily, it, it was us last game. Your third WAC Player of the Week honor, congratulations on another WAC Player of the Week nod, Teddy, uh, 28 points, 12 rebounds against Grand Canyon. You did not attempt a three-pointer outside of the one you were fouled, which doesn't count as an official attempt. Did you feel like it, it was one of your most efficient games of the season? You just mentioned that you kind of took what the defense gave you. Um, yeah, it was definitely efficient by the numbers for sure. Um, I'll just say just going into the game, coach was telling me just to be uh, cognizant and just let the game come to me and uh, just ended up the way it came to me was going to the rim, so... That's what I tried to do. Your shooting numbers the last couple of weeks have been really, really good, especially from three. You're shooting 46% from three in conference play. I know you always shoot with confidence, Teddy, but does the shot feel better the previous month? Oh, uh, yeah. it was. You know how it is with, them, with jump shots. It's all mental. And uh, I think after the break, um, just getting up shots, and I was just thinking, like, it's all in my head, and uh, that's when I started shooting better. Because um, I always put in the work, you know, and that's when I think it's hard when you when you don't see those results going in or you're missing shots. Um, and it's not always about your work. You know, sometimes that just happens, but you got to be able to bounce through that and play through that, and uh, that's part of being a great player. Men's basketball star guard Teddy Allen with us here at the Aggie Coaches Show. Coach Gians always mentions your rebounding numbers and your defense. Of course, your scoring's great and you're averaging 19 points per game, but do you feel like this year, Teddy, you've elevated your rebounding and your defensive play as well? Yeah, I just think with um, 
with all the emphasis coach puts on it and uh, um, the accountability factor with with those things, defense and rebounding, that it's just been able to help me elevate in those areas because it's what's expected of me. You played 40 minutes on Saturday. You did not come out of the game. I know you don't want to come out of the game and go to the bench. Your conditioning this year, um, how important was that for you going into the season to make sure you could play 40 minutes in a game in late January? Well, it was it was basically my main focus, even more so than um, actual skill development because I go so hard in the off season. I just put all my focus on fitness level um, mm-hmm. in those month two before the season. And I think it's really paying off. We saw you and Jabari working really well together on Saturday. It's been that way all year. What's it like playing with Jabari Rice? Of course, this is your guys' first year together, but I'm sure it's great to have another great scorer on the floor with you. Yeah, great scorer, great competitor, great teammate. Um, He's pretty much all you could ask for in a teammate and uh, try to give that back to him. But I think it's coming together on the court for sure. We know each other's spots where each other likes the ball. And it's like I said um, when I was talking to you the other day, I think we just both have the utmost trust in each other on both ends of the floor. And I think when you have that in your backcourt, it's, it's scary for the other team. Two more questions for Teddy Allen. He's with us tonight here at Rudy's Barbecue, the official tailgate headquarters of Aggie Athletics for the Aggie Coaches Show tonight here live at Rudy's and also on the radio network. 17-3 and overall record now, Teddy. 7-1 and in the conference, so a really good spot going into the final month. Is this what you came here for, to win a conference championship and play in a winning program? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Um, you know, we could be better, but with that being said, we're where we – where we could hope to be right now. Um, a lot of teams are in a lot worse spots where we have a chance to be the sole leader of our division or our conference after this, um, this week. Um, so it's great. That's what you want. You want to have those opportunities to win championships and have a chance to be on that biggest stage come uh, March, the end of March. Lastly, Teddy, I left the arena Saturday and there were... Tons of people waiting outside for a Teddy Allen autograph. Mm-hmm. Have you felt the love from Aggie Nation since you've been here? Yeah, definitely. Um, the kids, the the fans, all that. Um, they show a lot of love. They come out, they scream, and uh, they always wait after the game. And that's what it's all about. If you can touch people that way, then you've done something good. Teddy, appreciate the time here tonight. Uh, good luck tomorrow and Saturday, and we'll see you at the arena tomorrow. For sure. Appreciate it. That's Teddy Buckets joining us here at the Coaches Show. When we come back, Jabari Rice will join us. This is the Aggie Coaches Show from Learfield. Listen close. The sound of every breath in the arena being held. The whisper of the ball sailing through the air. And then... Things are heating up this season with your New Mexico State Aggies, and you don't want to miss a minute. Log on to nmstatesports.com today for full schedule information and to purchase your tickets today. The men's and women's Aggies are in play. Are you ready to cheer? Visit nmstatesports.com today. Hey, want to talk a little trash? Well, okay. Colorado's green chili is weaker than a baby made of noodles. What? Wait, I mean talk about household trash and recycling. Oh, right. Sorry. Every residence will be getting a new recycling container soon from the City of Las Cruces Utilities and South Central Solid Waste Authority. Can you recycle that shirt? Dude, no. Which is why the containers will have a decal with easy-to-understand instructions about what you can recycle. Sounds handy. It is. Just read the decal or scan the QR code with your phone for curbside recycling information. 
information, your pickup schedule, and a new Recycle Coach app. There's even a one-stop shop customer service number at 575-541-2111 for all of your recycling or solid waste questions. Hold up. Let me get that number. 575-541-2111. Got it. Talking trash is nice when you know what to throw, New Mexico. Visit RecycleNewMexico.com or SCSWA.net to learn more. A message from the City of Las Cruces and South Central Solid Waste Authority. So you think drinking alcohol can't hurt you? It'll mess you up big time. Say adios to large chunks of your brain. Major damage is already being done. Other parts of your body are getting wrecked too. Forget about sports, forget about school, forget about doing much of anything. Underage drinking freaks out your body, messes up your life. Sponsored by the NMDOT. Las Cruces, New Mexico. Get ready for one of the best circus shows around. The Do Portugal Circus is in town with a fantastic show for the whole family. Featuring amazing acts that will have you on the edge of your seat. From clowns to jugglers, motorcyclists to trapeze. There's something for everyone. First show Friday, February 11th. We are located at the Mesilla Valley Mall. Buy your tickets online now at DoPortugalCircusUSA.com and get a 25% discount on all seating if you buy before February 11th and use the code Las Cruces Circus. We We'll see you there. Well, you know something mean, Gene. If you didn't get what you wanted this year, then it's time to go out there and get it yourself with a little help from Crandall Fitness. Crandall Fitness will help you become the best you you've ever been, dude. Barbells, dumbbells, power racks, squat racks, weight and bumper plates. Crandall Fitness has it all for whichever size gym you want at the prices you want to pay. Located at the corner of Picacho and North Main between Harbor Freight and Rental Wheel. What you gonna do when Crandall Fitness runs wild on you? Welcome back to Rudy's Barbecue, the official tailgate headquarters of Aggie Athletics. Chris Jans, Teddy Allen, already joining us tonight here at the Coaches Show. Now we're joined by another star guard for Aggie men's basketball. Jabari Rice was outstanding Saturday against Grand Canyon. We just talked to Coach about it. We talked to Teddy about it. How great was that atmosphere uh, last Saturday, Jabari, for you and for your teammates? Uh, it was I don't know. It was just unexplainable. It was a a lot of hype. Uh, I haven't really seen a crowd like that in all my time. Like that hype, that field. I can't really remember the last time. So it was just good to have all the fans, literally all the fans in the in the arena, and just being able to play in front of. Was that the loudest you've heard the Pan American Center? Yeah, honestly, it just felt like all one scream. To be honest, at one point. And you guys really needed them. There were some big moments about midway through that second half mm-hmm. when you have a crowd like that and Johnny McCants gets the big dunk. They get jacked up about that. You yeah. make big plays. Teddy makes big plays. When you have the crowd behind you like that, that's worth six, eight, ten points, isn't it? Yeah, that's another defender you have, especially on defense when you have a crowd like that. That's so crazy. Like you were saying, like Texas Tech and Texas game, Like when you have loud crowds like that, it's hard for you to make a shot. And so just being able to play hard defense and having a crowd with us made it even harder for the defense. Let's start with defense on your guys' end. You had to defend Jovan Blackshire. That was a big assignment for you, one of the best guards in Mm -hmm. the conference. Uh, Was that something that maybe you built up during the week? I know you're very competitive, but did you have a little chip on your shoulder in that game defensively? Yeah, I do with every best player on every team. Uh, I just feel like that is my job to go out there and, and have them 
uh, not have the game that they usually have. And I just try to go out there and defend them every way that and I try to really lock into the scout. And I watch literally every, every, uh, almost every game of our opponents coming up and uh, they have it on our synergy and on our teamwork. Yeah. So I just try to get the guys pet moves and just really just watch how the guys come off ball screens and just different things like that. So when I'm able to play them or their ISO moves or different stuff like that. So when I'm playing them, I'm already. I'm already like ahead of them on their moves, and just they just make them make a hard shot. They run a lot of pick and rolls with Blackshear. Do you feel like the team defense was really good as a whole? Oh uh, yeah, after the first play when he made the first jumper, I think our bigs got the the idea that when he comes off the ball screen, he's looking yeah. to be aggressive. So the whole game, our bigs did a great job of 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 keeping him in front so we can get back. And once he got back, it was kind of tough for him to make a one on one. You have to make a one-on-one -on -one move against me, and I and I would bet on myself with that. So, I just think that they helped us out a lot. Two early threes for you. Did that set the tone for you offensively for the night? Uh, yeah, I've been feeling like I just hit early shots uh, almost every game, but I just feel like it's just uh, over the course of the game, I'm just getting what the defense takes me, and usually it's early shots and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm just trying to do whatever it takes to win. 18 points, 12 rebounds, 38 minutes. You had to guard Blackshear. You had to score offensively. You kind of had to do it all mm. on Saturday. But you're very familiar with that role, and you're okay with that role, trying to do everything, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, rebounding, defending, getting, like, steals, blocks, scoring the ball, just whatever. It, that's what I'm saying. Whatever it takes to win, that's what I'm trying to do. Did something click there in the second half, about midway through that second half, where you felt like you and Teddy kind of had to take over the game offensively? Uh, I, it, we kind of just always have that little look in our eye. We give each other that look where it's really just trying to be a little bit more aggressive and just trying to step up for our team because that's the position our team looks at us to step up and as well as Johnny. So we all just kind of look at each other and we all just take on that challenge of being able to step up and, and, and help us win. Was it quick and easy when Teddy came here to campus for you guys to mesh offensively as two guys who have been proven scorers at this level? Yeah, he's he's very competitive, and we've only butt head one time to what like basketball wise, and it was just us playing against each other. But after that day, I I figured like we just clicked like naturally, you know what I mean? And and me being a I've always been like a been playing with guys that score, so Teddy being a a scorer is just another addition and. It's a great help because he bails us out almost a lot of times. And so I kind of I enjoy that. And then if he misses shots, we, it's, we go rebound. And if I miss a shot, I go rebound. If shots not going in, I tell him keep shooting. Mm -hmm. Shots not going in for me, he tell me keep shooting. So I think we got a lot of confidence in each other. Adam Young with men's basketball star guard Jabari Rice, a Houston native here tonight at the Aggie Coaches Show. We're live at Rudy's Barbecue until 7. Uh, going back to that Sam Houston game, do you feel like that was a wake-up call for you and your teammates? Uh, yeah, I feel like it. I don't really like to talk to, too much about that <laughs> game, but, yeah, that was a big wake-up call for us. But you had to respond right away, and you guys have with two straight wins since then. Uh, was that a big turning point in your season where you could have gone the opposite way if you guys didn't get yeah. the wake-up call right away? Yeah, definitely. It could have went either way, and I would have rather uh, got a win and then talked about our uh, problems, but – we lost, and so I guess that kind of urges you to get your problems fixed a little faster. So I guess you could say that. You've been here on some really good teams, Jabari, some really deep teams where practices were extremely competitive because you guys had 12, 13, 14 players battling for minutes. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like now with everybody healthy and everybody playing that it's it's back to that where everybody's competing for minutes? Yeah, for the most part. we When guys buy in and guys are playing hard, and it's just you got to – 
you got to be able to set the example and play hard every day and they just follow suit. So, yeah, I guess so. When we're stepping up and we're playing and having those guys being able to come in and, and, and continue the job instead of us falling off is probably the best thing. Lastly, Jabari, it's a big week, a couple of home games. You have California Baptist tomorrow, Seattle on Saturday at 7. And, uh, of course, this is uh, one of those deals where the fans are so important to your guys' success. And mm-hmm. we saw how important the fans were last Saturday. What's your message to the fans as you try to, to really fill up the Pan Am again? Uh, we can't win without them, and uh, we really need them. We saw that last year, so. We need the fans, and we need them to come out and support any way they can, TV, watching it on their phones, or just supporting us in person, too. We just need you to be as loud as possible. Jabari, thanks so much. Good luck tomorrow. Good luck Saturday, and uh, continued success. Thank you for having me. That's Jabari Rice, star guard out of Houston, for joining us on the Coaches Show here tonight. Also, big thanks to Chris Giens and Teddy Allen. For our producer, Daniel Peterson. Adam Young saying so long from Rudy's. Don't forget Aggie men's basketball home Thursday at 7 and Saturday at 4 at the Pan American Center. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. This has been the Aggie Coaches Show from Learfield. Live from Rudy's Barbecue, this has been the Aggie Coaches Show, presented by Rudy's Texas Barbecue, the official tailgate headquarters of Aggie Athletics. Also brought to you in part by Coors Light, White Claw, the official hard seltzer of the Aggies, Twisted Tea, the official hard tea of the Aggies, and by Ashley Furniture. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Aggie Sports Network.